0: Welcome to Talk is Jericho, the pot of thunder and rock and roll and the home of the patented Duff McKagan joke of the week. <laughs> Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan here. Uh, it's International Joke Day today, I
1: guess. I hope everybody's doing well. i listed a little help from Karim, our sound guy, who Chris Jericho, you say the guy is epic. Well, he's right here. Yes. Uh, so uh, we have a knock-knock joke. I can't do it by myself. This is Caram's joke. Here we go. Hey, Duff. Yes? What, that. Who's there? Interrupting Cal. Interrupting, Cal. Interrupting Cal. Thank you very much.
0: Goodbye. All right. Thank you, Duff. And GNR sound guy, Karam, getting in on the fun. Interrupting Karam. I think that might have been our first ever knock-knock joke for the joke of the week. Guns N' Roses getting ready for their South American tour. They start up again on September 1st. They're going to Mexico, Asia, ending the year in Australia and New Zealand. And Fozzie's getting ready to hit the road as well. Save the World Tour starts up again on September eighth in Columbus, Ohio. We're crisscrossing the states, headed to Canada as well. Fozzyrock.com has all the dates and ticket information, along with details on our legendary VIP meet and greets. Also headed back to Europe in November, starting in Manchester on November fourth. We're going to Birmingham, Nottingham, Dublin, Belfast, Swansea, Bournemouth, Bristol, Glasgow, London. We're going to England. Ireland, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and then we're taking the show down under to New Zealand and Australia. Kicking things off in Auckland on November 28th and hitting Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, and Adelaide as well. Come rock with us this fall, fozzyrock.com, for all info and ticket details. But if you're looking for something to do next weekend and you live in Boston or the surrounding areas, you should definitely check out the inaugural Silver Scream Con. This is the brainchild of Talk is Jericho alumni and Ice Nine Kills founder and frontman Spencer Charnas, who organized and curated the whole convention. If you listen to his last appearance on Talk is Jericho, or if you listen to any Ice Nine Kills albums, including their newest one, Welcome to Horrorwood, then you know how much Spencer and the band love horror films. So the Silver Scream Con is happening next weekend, like I said, August 26th to the 28th, at the Doubletree Boston North Shore in Danvers, Massachusetts, which is just outside Boston. All the info, including a schedule of events, available at silverscreamcon.com. And today I got Spencer back on the show to talk about this incredible convention, what inspired the idea, what it took to put together, how he booked the stellar lineup, which includes so many horror luminaries from the uh, horror world, including Friday the 13th's Kane Hodder, Doug Bradley from Hellraiser, of course he's Pinhead, Bill Mosley from Devil's Rejects, Screams, Skeet Ulrich, the original Michael Myers, Nick Castle, and another Talk is Jericho alumni, Tom Arnold from Dead Ant, and so many more. Spencer and Ice Nine Kills have also been touring this summer, opening up a handful of stadium dates with Metallica. Spencer's got great stories about those experiences and some great stuff from the set of his band's latest music videos, which are mini horror movies in the cells, all connected. Together, So here we go. Spencer Charnas from Ice Nine Kills returns to talk as Jericho to talk all things about the Silver Scream Con right here, right now. We could just jump right into it. So I was looking on Instagram the other day and I saw Jose Mangan's post about being the metal ambassador host of uh, Silver Scream Con. And, of course, looking into it, who's behind it, but my old buddy Spencer from Ice Nine Kills, which is amazing to me, and I'll tell you the reason why, first and foremost, is that, okay, I have organized my own cruise, but I've never organized my own horror convention. And I was like, this is perfect, something that you would do. And I wanted to talk to you more about it. Like, Obviously, we have a, a kindred spirit ship of horror movie fanaticism. what led you to say, get I'm gonna go the next mile and start my whole new
1: horror movie convention? Well I remember the first time I ever went to one of these was uh at this convention they used to do in Massachusetts in Worcester. I'm sure you're familiar with the Palladium of Worcester in the Centrum. Worcester. <laughs> they used to do something called rock and shock and I, I just remember discovering what that was and and I was like wait a minute you're telling me I can go into this place and not only buy amazing masks and all this horror memorabilia and T-shirts, but you get to meet the people from these movies that I love. Uh, the whole concept blew my mind. And uh, I was like a, you know, a kid in a candy shop just getting to meet you know everyone from Kane Hodder to Bill Mosley, people that we, we, we started to work with now. But it was crazy. And uh, I remember also one of the things that got my mind on it was I love this horror theme park called Spooky World that my dad took me to when I was a little kid in <laughs> Berlin, Massachusetts, like deep in the woods in Berlin, Massachusetts. And he took me when I was like five or six. And the first two years he took me, I was too scared to go in. <laughs> I-, I had him drive all the way there. And someone like, you know we got there and like some guy dressed as a chainsaw maniac jumped out at me and i said dad i want to go home right now said, <laughs> we just got here We're going but when i finally got the courage to uh, actually go it was incredible and after the hayride portion of it the haunted hayride you got to meet the celebrities from the film so i met kane hodder and this is back like in the jason goes to hell era um and george wilbur who played michael myers a couple of times And I just remember the feeling of being able to interact with those people. And uh, I thought, this is perfect for what our fans love. And uh, I'm really excited it's all come together. I remember just to to jump on that when I was, uh, uh, gosh,
0: I was still living in St. Louis. So I was probably five or six years old. And for some reason, I was able to convince my mom to take me through like a haunted house. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those ones where it's like a Universal Studios where you walk through and you see all the things surrounding and you walk and i remember after about three or four minutes i was terrified but you can't go back because there's too many people behind you so i remember my mom like just carrying me and there was this lady in a bathtub of blood oh and i remember she was lying there and i was just freaking out she looked at me she was trying to be nice and she kind of smiled at me like it's okay little guy and it just threw me over the edge. <laughs> She's smiling at me. Go, 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 go. But I mean, that's you know, those memories have caused us to become these people that we are today. That sounds awesome. I like, wish I got to go
1: to that one Yeah, exactly. House. I didn't see anyone in a bathtub of blood.
0: Look, you mentioned that okay, so you did the hayride and all this other stuff. So you decide that you want to do a horror movie convention. Now we spoke last time when your new record came out and just all the horror elements. We discussed maybe trying to do something together for one of your videos. It didn't work out, but it will in the future. Very much, Ice uh, Nine Kills is, is a horror movie-based band, which kind of ties into all your songs and your gimmick and your stage presentation. And in my opinion, one of the best, most exciting new bands in the world today because of that. So you've always had the horror tie-in. So what made you decide, like, I want to go do my own convention
1: now? Well, thank you so much for saying that, man. I appreciate that. For me, horror is always been more than has always been more than just the movies. It's like this culture yeah. and uh, this subculture of people who you run into at a midnight screening of Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. You know that like those those little things that you go to where you meet like minded people that that really get the joke. They're not s- actually sick, depraved people. But they're in on, on, on the joke. They're having a good time. They get what horror is, that it's not poor, crazy people. It's, it's just an es- it's just escapism. Sure. I think there's a real sense of community around these films. And um, I've been fortunate enough to start to do these conventions as someone that people want to meet as crazy as it seems to me. Mm-hmm. I recently uh, you know hooked up with this guy, Sean Clark, who, who represents a lot of people in uh the business you know everyone from you know the cast of scream um to you know norman reedus uh and so i've been doing these horror conventions and and meeting not only uh the great fans but these celebrities you know most of these people are just the nicest folks you could possibly uh, meet and they're so uh gracious and excited that anyone wants to wait in line to meet them mm-hmm. so it just seemed like the perfect time to do it. We seem to meet enough people where the band name is known to a lot of these actors now, whether it's from fans of ours tweeting at them saying, oh, you got to check out Danielle Harris. You got to check out this band, Ice Night Kills. They you know, do a whole song about Halloween. <laughs> the last convention that we did really sort of sent it over the edge for me in terms of we got to do this because we did this Florida one called Spookala. And we even had a show element to it where we played and, you know, we're we're playing in this club and I look up and, you know, James, U Courtney, who plays the new Michael Myers there and Ari Lehman, who played Jason. (laughs) And we're playing these songs based on the movies and the work that they've done and, and just seeing that the connection to them and the connection to the audience, it just seems like the right time for the Silver Scream Con.
0: Okay so so it's the right time so what do you do location you got to find a hotel that has done this before like where do you even start
1: very good question so one of the conventions that I had done I think it was the first one I ever had done was called Astronomicon put on uh, by this guy uh, George and uh, Mike and they um, they managed the band Twisted Mm-hmm. And they've developed a really great setup for Astronomicon. I went to it. It was in Michigan, uh, just a little outside of Detroit. And I was blown away by the professionalism of how it was set up and how the guests were taken care of and how every little logistic was great. I mean, I went into my hotel room and in there you know, waiting for me was like a customized jer- hockey jersey that said my name on the back. They're like, mm-hmm. these guys have got it down so when the idea came to do our own convention i was like we got to hook up with these guys because they're pros this is our first time doing it and we don't want to go in and and put on a a mediocre show for the first one we want it to be slick and polished and awesome and uh we partnered up with them and uh, they've been incredible and they have that expertise and and that knowledge that will hopefully you know we can skip a, a few steps and not right. have to go through those like triumphs and tribulations of a first year show. So you kind of
0: basically it's, it's similar to like I said, the Jericho cruise that I've been doing. The fourth one comes up in February, but you hook up with with the promoter, basically Sixth Man, who specializes in theme cruises, the Kiss Cruise and you know, Kid Rock and, and now it's Jericho, whatever it may be. So they kinda of help you with the heavy lifting of the of the logistics of it. And then you got to fill in all the rest of the of the blanks. Correct?
1: Same idea? Yeah, pr- uh, pretty much. You know, we they've been very hands on though, and and uh, you know we have we we have a text chain, and we're almost texting. I'd say I would say every day about what guests we're going to announce next, and um, what uh, vendor is going to be there, and what can we do to take it to the next level. Like we're working right now to have this sort of experience where you can step inside. Patrick Bateman's apartment and have a little photo op. Hmm. It's just been really exciting. And uh, we work with, we obviously have a team that we do a ton of our promotional stuff with for the band with websites and and graphic design and our artist Mike Cortada. So it was nice to kind of take these people that we work with exclusively on Ice Nine Kills and bring them into the Silver Scream and uh, really get a, a polished website down and really cool video trailers that our guy Beam has put together and sort of apply everything that we do with Ice Night Kills just to a different platform. Right. It's been so much fun, man, and uh, so excited about the guests that we're, we've been able to get so far.
0: Well, and we'll talk about them, but first and foremost is, is the location of it, and it's in Boston, Danvers, Massachusetts, which you are this is
1: basically your backyard. Was that something that you said we have to have this in the Boston area? Yeah, that, from, from the onset, this band has, has been a, a Massachusetts-based band. That's where we start. That's where our roots are. That's where I was first inspired by the Rock and Shop convention and Spooky World. So I thought it was only right to hold it in our our home state. The tickets are selling really, really well. And we hope that this becomes an annual thing. That's the idea. And beyond that, you know, maybe we'll expand to do the Silver Scream Con a couple, maybe a few times a year. Maybe there's one in LA or maybe there's one in Chicago, but yeah, definitely wanted the first one to be based in Massachusetts. And it's Danvers is right next to Salem, which obviously has a huge history of the macabre and and, uh, spirits and obviously the witch trials. So we thought, oh man, this is not only a, (laughs) a cool opportunity for people to come from all over the world, which we've been seeing, uh, you know, I've been buying tickets from Australia and all over Europe to see the convention, but maybe stay a few days and, and check out Salem because there's many sites to see. And that's a great idea too, because I think it's Days of the Dead. They have kind of the
0: franchise. They do it in Chicago and they do it in Indianapolis and Silver Scream. You could
1: do the same if it, if it becomes a hit. That's a great idea. Thank you. And, and I, I was excited to call it the Silver Scream because obviously, you know, we've got our kind of franchise albums that we're building called that under that umbrella and i was thinking what could we call it that would have obviously the brand name recognition for our fans but if you didn't know ice nine kills or know about the album it just sounds like a cool name for a horror convention so i was excited about that <laughs> surprised no one's used it before me too <laughs> I, I remember searching i said like, yeah someone's got to use that but no
0: So I, I was looking through the website and I saw a couple sold out things and I clicked on the first one and it's the Ice Nine Kills gig that you guys are doing, which obviously anytime you see sold out on any anything associated with Ice Nine Kills or Silver Scream is great. So another idea that you have that's different is you actually are doing a show at the convention.
1: Yeah. So from the onset, I thought, you know, we're, we're doing this. This is the first year we understood that. Maybe some of our fans have never been to a horror convention or don't you know, necessarily understand what it is. For me, I remember when I found about the, out about the concept, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I, I didn't really get exactly what was going to happen there. But we wanted to make that extra incentive, especially if people were traveling from all over the world, that not only do you get to hang and meet these celebrities and, and listen to all these cool panels, but you get a, an in concert as well. It's awesome because we got our friends in Twisted with us and we have Ari Lehman's band uh, First Jason. And of course, Ari <laughs> played Jason Voorhees that, you know, jumps out of the water in, in, at the end of part one. So he's awesome and he plays like this guitar that looks like a, an axe on stage and uh, it, it's going to be a fun event, man. He's done a
0: great job, Ari Lehman. Because I, I, I do, I do these conventions sparingly, uh, and now my rule is if I can get somebody cool for talk, is Jericho, I'll do it. But anytime you do, you always see Ari there, and he has the one eight by ten of Jason coming out of the water, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, it.
1: that's all. That's all you need. Three seconds. He's made a career out of it, dude. Right? I mean, because that's like the one of the most iconic shots in horror history that's all you need yeah you just need that one eight by ten that's it and then his band first jason they kill it <laughs> and uh i was really happy that we could have him be on the show and he's so excited about it we got to get you there next year got to get you at the silver scream
0: we'd have to find somebody cool to interview for talk is jericho but you have quite a few cool i, I guess i was going to ask you so you mentioned that you have you know, the guys helping you out with the booking, but are you like, I know for once again, I'm comparing it. The only thing I can compare to for my end is the Jericho cruise where I hand pick every talent on board. Are you doing the same with, with every one of the guests here? Are you having a lot of say in who's going to
1: be booked? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, obviously there have been ideas brought to me and I'm like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Like I, I never would have thought of having Paul Soder um and Eric uh, from the Broken Lizard team, you know, they're oh, right. They're the guys that created Super Troopers and Beer Fest and Club Dread. Love those movies. I just didn't know they were involved in, in the convention world at all. Mm. What's so cool about it is, I'm a huge horror fan, obviously, but my other love in terms of cinema is comedy. Films like American Psycho kind of fit right in between, you know, you have the horror and you have the comedy. So to have, People related to the, to the comic realm of the film business is is perfect and, and apropos in terms of what I love at least and what what we try to do with the band.
0: Well, and that's the thing too is you have to kind of make it a little bit more diverse because when you're talking about these conventions, I mean, I'm looking at the roster that you have, and some of the people you see quite often, for example, like Ken Hodder does quite a few. I mean, Felissa Rose, she's always doing these conventions, which is great, but you can't have the same group of people at every convention. Uh, You
1: want to try and shake up that lineup a little bit. Absolutely. And uh, we've got some people that don't do them normally or, or really ever Tom Arnold. I have never seen at um, a horror convention. I'm sure he's done a couple maybe in the past, but you know, I've been a big fan of him, his um, all the way back from the Roseanne days and true lies. I remember just (laughs) him cracking me up with Arnold Schwarzenegger. They had, Such great chemistry. You know, his tie into the horror genre is that he was in Freddy's Dead. Uh, he has that cameo with Roseanne. Something that's also cool is, you know, we were sort of building our own Ice Nine Kills universe with the Silver Scream and Welcome to Horrorwood, having some people that are involved in those music videos, like Mm -hmm. Ricky Dean Logan, who is also in Freddy's Dead and Seinfeld and Back to the Future, and Bill Mosley, who plays Captain Harris, you know, the police officer hot on our tail trying to bring me down, put me in the electric chair. Well, like you said,
0: yeah, because you have a lot of those types of, uh, but first of all, I want to say, Tom Auroldis is another horror movie connection. Haven't you seen Dead Ant? Dead Ant and Body Bag. <laughs> body Bag. That. He he came on Talk as Jericho to promote Dead Ant. And uh, it's quite the, uh, quite the flick. I'll tell you. Giant, <laughs> giant insect movies. I got to see it. I haven't seen that one. That's, uh, mm, you, you'll be okay. Take my word for it. <laughs> um, yeah, but you do create the universe because there's a lot of like, Bill Moseley's in your videos. So you're using a lot of the kind of the horror movie icons, so to speak, in the Ice Kills videos, which kind of like you mentioned, it's reciprocal and just it's the perfect guys to have as guests on, on the con.
1: Yeah, it, it's really cool. And, you know, Miko Hughes, who's, uh, you know, obviously the little boy in Pet Cemetery, yeah, who we got to be in our video to play the truck driver killing the little boy. He's going to be there. So we're going to have a lot of panels that are, this is the Silver Screen Welcome to Harwood panel where we talk to these actors and talk to them about what it's been like to work with the band. And, and as you mentioned before, we have Jose Mangan from Sirius XM. Uh, he's going to be hosting it. And it's really trying to bridge that world of, of metal and horror and comedy into one kind of giant melting pot of, of a gory good time. Something else that's really cool that people started doing over
0: the years is the photo ops, but in costume. People love that, and you have a whole—I can't find it right now—a whole gaggle, great word of of your guests that are going to be dressed up in their different costumes
1: for the for the photo ops, which I find very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we have uh, Andrew Bernarski. Dressing up as Leatherface, of course, he was in the, the two thousand three <laughs> one. But I was also a, a big fan of his. He was in the John Singleton movie Higher Learning. He was in the program. He's a really cool guy. He's quite the character. He's he is a character. Yeah. And we have uh, you know Bill Mosley uh, from as Otis uh, Driftwood. We've got Daniel Harris dressing up in the clown outfit from the Halloween franchise. Uh, a full band, Ice Nine Kills. Uh, photo op. Kane is going to come as Jason. It's going to be pretty darn cool. And, and, and the, the broken lizard guys dressing up as the super troopers. And you're dressing up as the American Psycho mm-hmm.
0: Spencer version from, from the video as well. Exactly. I just, you know, put on my bloody raincoat and grab an axe and I'm ready to rock. <laughs> I know that uh, David Howard Thornton, who plays Art the Clown, cleans up at those when he has to dress up with the whole getup and stuff.
1: He's amazing, man. That guy's got quite a smile under that makeup. Oh, I know, right? Terrifying. He actually played um, the Grinch uh, for years
0: at a children's Christmas play in Broadway. Really? So he's got the. It's, if you watch Art the Clown, it's very Grinchy and facially, and he's got the little movements and stuff. That's kind of where it comes from. Uh, blown away by that guy. I can't wait to see part two. Terrifier two. What a vicious film. Was there anybody that that you were uh, that you didn't get that you were hoping to get, or are you still adding more guests
1: for silver screen? We just uh, confirmed uh, Doug Bradley of course pinhead, which is huge, which is is a pretty huge one. Uh, We've been able to really get most of the people we've wanted uh, some stuff, just that scheduling didn't work out, but we're also keeping in mind, we want to do this next year. So we don't want to get everyone there this year. Mm -hmm. You know, some of these guests i love all of them but you know some of these like nick castle i mean halloween is the movie that made me love horror movies Mm -hmm. that's what i first became obsessed with so to have nick castle the original michael myers is just to me insane and i I got to hang out with him at this convention that i just did in phoenix last weekend and we went we actually went out to dinner together I'm like this is michael myers (laughs) having a conversation with him about the appetizers but this is the guy that uh, started it all, so to speak.
0: So, would Nick Castle do a photo session with his costume
1: on, or, or how does that work? I don't think he does that. Um, gotcha. Yeah, some of the some of the people don't like to do the in in costume stuff, but but a lot of them do. So, we'll take what we can get.
0: So, what other kind of things are you doing? Like, what other other ideas do you have that's going to make Silver Scream different? From another horror convention.
1: Uh, Well, other than the show, uh, we have this interactive photo opportunity that's not like something you have to pay for or anything. It's just going to be in the main midway, and the whole area is going to be set up as Patrick Bateman's apartment. So you get to kind of step in there, do a photo op, and we also are going to have an Ice Nine Kills movie museum sort of exhibit where we're on display. We're going to have a lot of the props from our own ink universe, you know, Mm. whether it's the mask from stabbing in the dark or the horn from our, it is the end uh, music video. There's going to be a ton of stuff that fans are going to want to get pictures of and, and see in person. And I always approach that stuff as a fan, because when I see screen used stuff from the movies that I love, I always flip out. So I think it's going to be a great time. We're going to have, jose mangan uh hosting a scary scary a okey event uh, on friday night <laughs> where we get to kind of jam out and and do some songs uh with with the celebrities we're going to have um ryan downey a good friend of ours host uh, most of the panels and i'm working with him very meticulously and on on creating some really cool panels where we have you know nick castle and james jude courtney on one panel sort of the the two shapes of Michael Myers, so to speak, and, and talk about passing the torch. I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm I'm really optimistic about how it's going.
0: And horror fans would eat that up. I would love to hear kind of the difference in playing the shape in the seventies in comparison to playing the shape in 2022.
1: Absolutely. Whole different set of uh, knife skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that, that, and I think that's one of the reasons why this works because obviously there's going to be a lot of people that come because they're ice nine kills fans and you want to expand that so that horror fans come but i mean like once again the hotel is even sold out right now that's the other sold out tag here so obviously people are, are responding to the convention
1: yeah it's awesome and in the hotel we checked out uh, a few months back and it's it's a big beautiful hotel and another interesting thing there's a a water park inside the hotel, which we're going to be calling the slaughter park, obviously. <laughs> of course. So, would, uh, so I've never heard of a con- another convention, a horror convention having an actual water park. So that should be that should be pretty fun, just as long as people don't drink too much and then go swimming. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverse it. Or maybe we'll have Ari jump out of the water.
0: There you go, at the bottom.
1: There you go. He jumps
0: out when you right when you come out the end. He jumps
1: out, yeah. screams for everyone. Ma'am, we didn't find any boys. So we'll see
0: what happens at the end. <laughs> that's right. We didn't find any boy. The boy,
1: the boy that dragged me under the water. Where is he? Such a great scene.
0: Um, let's talk a little bit about, about some of the modern horror that's going on. You know, obviously you're super, uh, have your ear to the ground when it comes to to some of the movies that have come out recently. What have you seen recently that's kind of blown you away as far as horror?
1: Oh, man. I really, uh, I saw Black Phone a couple of weeks ago. And that How was, was- that? I thought that was really cool. The DP just nailed the look of the 70s. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's it's hard to get that look without looking like you're trying too hard. Like, hey, this is retro. This is 70s. But um, the look of the film was very cool and, and the acting was fantastic. I'm really excited to see Nope. Mm-hmm. That's the new Jordan Peele movie that's coming up. Yep. And I went to like a, an activation event at the Universal Studios backlot a couple of nights ago and um it was just a really creative event apparently there's like a theme park within the movie that plays an element of the story they basically took the set from the movie and put it on the back lot of universal studios oh wow and so it was this big like kind of block party and uh we were actually partying on the back lot street they had a dj set up and i'm like this looks like Know every movie I've ever seen, and it happened to be uh, right in front of the house from the Burbs. If you've oh, ever wow. seen that movie? Yeah, of course. So I felt like Corey Feldman on the lawn there. <laughs> so really excited about that. I, I really enjoyed the new Scream that came out. Excited to see that they're making a new one. I was telling you, it was at the Phoenix Horror Convention, and uh, Nev Campbell was there, mm. and I got to to meet her. We ended up on the same flight. We're hanging out in, in the lounge before the flight. We're like, oh, let's go to the, the plane. Let's get our flight. And right when we got there, the doors had closed. so you guys can't get on the flight because they changed the boarding time. And Nev and I were like, what, what are you talking about? You didn't tell us. Oh, wow. So here we are, Nev and I scrambling to find another flight. We ended up like getting delayed an hour. So it's like team Nev and Spencer running through the airport <laughs> trying to catch the flight. And eventually we, we got on another flight, but we had a whole hour to kill. And we're just hanging out at the bar talking. And uh, I try to play it cool. Yeah. yeah she, she's, she's awesome. Such a nice woman and such a great actress. What's
0: that movie she was in with uh, uh, Matt Dillon? Wild, Wild Things. Wild Things. Oh, man. Amazing. So good. She yeah. was at her peak in that movie. Did we discuss X? Did we talk about X? Oh, X. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Thai West movie? Yeah.
1: We did. I think we texted back and forth about it. I'm glad you brought that up. That was incredible and some of the the shots in that blew my mind, um, spoiler alert, but that one kill where, uh, the blood, the the kill is happening in front of a car that has its lights on at night. Yeah, And as the blood sprays from the person's wound, it, it starts covering the headlight and the whole picture turns red. Yeah. There was some real artistry behind that film. And, uh,
0: I appreciated
1: it. So I, I would say that was one of the best I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, I really like his work. I, I loved uh, House of the Devil that he did. But this one, like, once again, it's a period piece. So they really kind of nailed that. I believe it was late 70s, I think, right? The, the time frame for that? Yeah. And then just, once again, spoiler just the out of nowhere, bizarre, giant alligator. Yeah. I thought that was so
1: cool. I, I watched that scene about 10 <laughs> times. I loved it absolutely i got to see that uh when we were on our last tour on an off day it, it blew my mind and and was so excited to hear that they actually filmed like a sequel while they were filming that one yeah so they've already got the sequel in the can i can't wait to see that and i love the little nods there was definitely some texas chainsaw and some evil dead and even maybe some friday the 13th references in there that I really, really appreciated. It's
0: funny because I remember I got a—I don't even think it was an offer. I think it was like a an audition or something along those lines. They wanted you to audition for this movie. They're filming in New Zealand. It's the new Ty West movie, but it was right in the middle of the pandemic. And in order to do it, you would have to go to New Zealand and quarantine for two weeks. And I'm like, I'm not going to quarantine and sit in a hotel room for two weeks. That's insane. Oh, that drive me crazy. Crazy. That's hilarious. But had I done it, maybe I would be. Uh, maybe I would have been uh, eaten by an alligator in in X.
1: Yeah, I feel like you would have been the, the main guy that the cowboy had. That would have been awesome.
0: It could have been. Yeah, I could have had that. But yeah, I, well, you mentioned a couple times about the shots in these movies. Do you direct Ice
1: Nine Kill videos? I'm very hands on with um, the writing and the overall direction, casting. But we have someone else directed this great guy Jensen, who's done all the videos for uh, Silver Scream 2, Welcome to Horrorwood. But definitely very involved. Uh, me and my buddy uh, write the script and the dialogue. It's cool to be sort of on both sides of the camera in that respect. And We're, we're, we're filming some more stuff this week. We're actually casting like crazy, trying to get all the, the extra parts filled for this pretty wild one that's coming up. And it's, 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 for me, it's like a dream come true to be able to do this, kind of music and also kind of make our own mini movies. But at the same time, I've gained such a huge respect for people who make feature films because, you know, even on the set for one day or two days, I'm like, how do do you guys do this for like six weeks? You know, right. It's insane and, and, and can be very grueling, but obviously a hell of a lot of fun. And the last one we were filming about a month ago, it still hasn't come out we were filming like in the middle of the desert in California. And right when I got there, I'm like, this place looks familiar. And it was actually the gas station slash store from the beginning of House of a Thousand Corpses. Like Captain wow. Spaulding's store. Yeah. Getting to do that and go to some of those locations and film is, is so cool.
0: Is that something that you might want to do in the future is direct
1: a horror movie? I think so, or at least at least write it. The only thing with directing is you got to be on your feet the whole day, and I kind of like to sit down. <laughs> but if they, if they get me a nice chair or something, maybe I could do it.
0: One of them chairs with your name on the back.
1: Exactly, exactly. But I, I definitely uh, have grand aspirations to, to make movies, and whether they're involving the Ice Nine Kills universe or not. But something I'm definitely interested in. Well, I, I can
0: see that, yeah, because that's like once again, we talked, I think, last time about Rob Zombie and how he's kind of expanded his, you know, his universe into directing as well. And it, 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 he's a very visual guy. His shows are very visual, as are yours. You pay a lot of attention to all the different gimmicks and ideas
1: and looks on stage. You can tell. Absolutely, man. I've always been influenced by him a great deal. And he's also from from Massachusetts. So there's a lot of parallels there. Right. Good call. Just the other day, I was wearing a white zombie shirt. I got that shirt when I was probably nine or 10 Hmm. and it is pretty much disintegrated. I mean, it's, it says more (laughs) human than human on the back and it's all like ripped apart. I know there's a picture that exists that I've seen of me wearing that shirt when I first got it. And the only difference is it was down to my knees when (laughs) I first was wearing it (laughs) because I was so young.
0: Right from the start, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Last few things I, I I saw some huge shows coming up for you guys this summer, uh, stadium gigs. You know, opening for the, the little band called Metallica.
1: Have you had? Have you done any of the shows yet? Uh, we played one with them in Las Vegas in February. To get that call from our agent, hey, do you want to open up for Metallica? I thought I I, I was like, am I hearing this right? Is it a tribute band? It's Metallica, <laughs> and then they added us to these two other shows i still get chills whenever it's mentioned Uh, it's like a a surreal thing obviously for anyone that loves metal plays guitar you know started doing it when i was a kid worship metallica Uh, the songs still hold up after all these years they still crush it live and the, the fact that they even know who the hell we are is just like insane to me were these the gigs with you, Greta Van Fleet, and Metallica? Is that, is that, is that the bill? Yeah, and so I'm just very very much looking forward to that. And when we play with them in Vegas, uh, when we were walking the stage, we were, you know, we wear suits when we play, and we hear this guy, you know, hey, hey, we're walking the stage. We're about to play in like two minutes. It was large. And he said he introduced himself as the drummer in the last band. (laughs) What an awesome way to introduce yourself. And he was just like, looking sharp, guys. And I was like, is this real life? (laughs) Such nice guys. I mean, you're in a band like that and you go out of your way to say what's up to the opening band. It humbles you and it makes me want to be super accommodating to any band that opens up for us because you really have to you don't want to be the dick. You want to be the guy that's gracious and taking care of the bands that are coming up as well. Uh, Cause that's like, kind of like the way you got to do it. It's the way it's the rules of the road. Absolutely. And Metallica is like that too. We, we did a sound wave festival
0: with them in Australia where we did five stadium shows with them and a bunch of other bands, but I still say we toured with Metallica, but just the way they ran the backstage, very gracious to everybody that was on the bill. And like you said, there was a personal touch from Lars and James and going out of the way to say hi to everybody. It really does put a lot of perspective. And like I try and watch at least one set of the bands that open for us and and anything you need type thing, only
1: because that's how you should do it, right? Absolutely, man. I mean, the the only thing for me when we tour, and as a fellow vocalist, I'm sure you can attest, you've got to rest your voice. Yeah. So I try not to talk as much as possible. And I'm always thinking, man, I hope these guys don't think I'm just being a dick because I'd love to talk and, and chat and and be everywhere, but I gotta rest the old pipes if I'm gonna give a good show. But
0: I would assume going back to Metallica that, that, that probably it was they hand picked you guys to be on the bill and I was assume that Lars probably has something to do with that because he has his ear to the ground when it comes to what's going on, you know, in the scene nowadays. That's what
1: we've we've heard, you know, when when it happened we're like a lot of people were like, wow, that means that they hand picked you because yeah. they're very particular about the bands they choose. And uh I don't know, for me it just it felt like as an artist, we're all like insecure in some ways, you know, people gonna like our songs or people gonna like this album to get that validation, uh, that stamp of approval. And same thing for, you know, Slipknot taking this out. I'm just like it's a great feeling to be doing it for so long and have like these cornerstones of the genre, these iconic bands say hey these guys are pretty cool yeah it's awesome because for so many years you know we weren't the cool kids or we weren't the cool band and no one wanted to take us out because they thought our we were you know some bullshit like gimmick or something mm-hmm. or that our name was weird or they don't like horror we just never gave up and never re- we just always had thick skin and tried to put our heads down and keep working at it and uh always just try to stay grounded and uh to to get those kind of calls to be involved with those bands is is uh, means the world to us.
0: We had that once. Uh, we got invited to open for Iron Maiden oh. at a Stadium in Los Angeles, the Bank of California Stadium, and it, it was it was one show. But they invited us personally, and it's the same thing. It was like us, really. And my point, <laughs> my point is, we did the gig, and then you know, like you said we're tearing down we, you know you you got to make sure that you are on time this is iron maiden this is metallica there's no nothing yeah. around with the you know you finish your gig and you you tear the shit anyways and i, I hung out for a bit at the stage and got everything to care and then i'm walking back to the dressing room and here they come down the hallway iron maiden all of them in their stage gear and it's just like hey bruce yeah. hey steve you know, it's like, how was the gig? It was good. Oh, good, good, good. Thanks a lot. Good to have you. And it's just like the ultimate, like the gods are walking towards you. It's just like, oh, what a what a
1: great moment. No big deal, right? Just, just Iron Maiden approaching you. And yeah, exactly. We had the pleasure of of doing a show um with them on some of these festivals that we just did in Europe. uh Download specifically, yeah, and their stage show. I mean, it's just like unbelievable what the hell is going on here it's unbelievable yeah again inspiring to see a band that's been around that long still be so relevant and like at the top of their game Mm -hmm. it's very rare to get to do what you and i do right first of all to get to to a point where you're playing on the stage with these bands i mean it's a very low percentage for people that aspire to do that stuff to not only be able to do that But then to be around and relevant for 40 years and still be headlining these festivals, I mean, it's incredible. Amazing, right? It's
0: inspirational for for us. Yeah. You mentioned that that you weren't the cool kids for the longest time and people thought it was a gimmick, this sort of thing. What was the turning point for you guys, in your opinion, to, to get to this level that you're at now? Was there a song? Was there a moment, a video?
1: I think the tide started to turn with the release of of the silver scream you know we had done the, the album previously about books called every trick in the book but then something clicked and i think the book thing was sort of the perfect setup for it to kind of ease our fans and say hey this might be a new concept mm-hmm. i think that album and and some of those first few videos we put out like the american nightmare uh which is you know a tribute to nightmare on elm street and uh, thank God it's Friday, which is uh Friday the 13th tribute. I think that it just really started to spread via word of mouth. And I think mm. it got to a point where it was really hot that people couldn't necessarily ignore. it Because I, before that, we had every tour that we wanted that was like a quote unquote big tour at the time was like pulling teeth. To try to get an opening slot on and hmm. i want the band and there were some some very cool bands to us uh but they were few and far between in, in terms of who would take us out i think that that marriage of the heavy music with with the horror and the real mm-hmm. sort of meticulous way we approached it so that people who were actually really big horror fans were like okay these guys didn't just wake up and hear a horror buzzword and hey, that let's put on a hockey mask. Like They could tell that I was a real fan of it, and I think that uh, that was the turning point. And then again, I think Welcome to Horrorwood just kind of kicked it up a notch for
0: us. Well, and there is such a connection between horror and heavy metal. I mean, there always has been. There's been documentaries about it. I've done podcasts about it. So it really does go hand in hand. It's like a modern, like we talked about last time, a modern Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson. Ice Nine Kills
1: is the next kind of horror movie metal band well i appreciate it i mean being even in the same sentence as those bands is awesome and it's, it's crazy I'm, I'm, thank you for saying that i think you're right i think that they they're just these natural against the grain subcultures that go together so well they're both obviously escapism but like on a very cellular level if you were to pinpoint the sound of a horror movie it's aggressive and it's scary and it's thrilling and and that's kind of the same way i feel about metal right Mm -hmm. and so it just sounds like it belongs no pun intended and and for us it's so much fun to play around with um some of these scores from the films and we work with you know my guy joe um and um francesco farini who's an incredible composer and he sort of adds that like last finishing touch with the orchestration to these songs and he's very good at identifying okay well this one is going to be about psycho and bernard herman did these kind of tricks and used these kind of strings and oh, wow. from this kind of era and they would have sounded like they were mixed like this kind of way it's, it's really cool to put those like super fanboy kind of attention to detail stamps on all these tracks that we do do you have
0: ideas for, for like the next record or the the the, the 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 for example like the subjects of the songs that you would do? Are you still gonna do more horror movie themes?
1: Uh we're we're still kind of riding off this one and taking a little bit of a break, but we're still thinking of what's up next from what the fans keep saying. They just want more, 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 more. And there are certainly more good horror movies to cover. Yeah. So just gotta find that right balance of still keeping it exciting and still keeping it fresh. Only doing it, at least in this concept, if it if it feels like we're doing something new, right? Hopefully, that's the way it plays out.
0: Last few things, talking, going back to Silver Screen. Are you going to be there every day? Like, are you like the mayor of the of the festival, <laughs> greeting people and being happy? And yeah. How do you envision this? Because it's it's a long festival, but it's yours.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be as involved and possible, as possible. I'll be at my table you know, meeting fans, photographs, signing autographs for a lot of it. There's a couple of in-costume photo ops that I'm doing with the band and solo stuff. Uh, we'll be playing, obviously, the show on Saturday night. I'm going to be co-hosting a few of the, the panels. If I'm still standing by the end of the weekend, I'll, I'll be surprised.
0: And we already know you don't like standing a lot, so you have to have a chair. I don't like standing.
1: Someone push me around in a mo- mobile chair, like a Doctor Evil kind of thing. Maybe. Oh, no, that'
0: perfect. Yeah. Is there yeah. anybody that you're super excited to meet
1: out of the out of the guests that you have signed up so far? Well, let me take a look at this because because now it's to a point where you might have met them all. I've I think I've I've met. Everyone, pretty much. I've never really met Daniel Harris. We never had a proper introduction there, so that's exciting. Isn't she going to be in one of your videos? Isn't isn't Daniel in, in something you're doing? I hope next time. Okay, gotcha. The Scout is going to be in one of oh, them. Oh, Scout is.
0: That's his. Scout, that's right. That's right, yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, the, uh, Eric and Paul from Broken Lizard. I'm sure you've seen Super Troopers, but have you ever seen Club Dread? I haven't seen Club Dread. Club Dread is their slasher. Oh, is it? Okay. and it's got Bill, bill paxton in it it takes place on an island it's like club med except it's it's a slasher movie you'd love it it's like the perfect amount of stupid but perfect amount of like slasher 80s goodness Gotcha. and good songs uh so i'm excited to meet them i've never met tom arnold twisted i know pretty much everyone else i've met and what's cool is you know my girlfriend nadia is the star of um our videos oh, okay, and uh, she's always the one that's getting killed and, and has been supposedly allegedly murdered by me in the ice nine kills universe <laughs> to ha- this is going to be like her first convention appearance. And I'm excited for her to do that. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I most of these people I know on a, a first name basis. So uh, that's great. Man. It, it's, it's wild too. It, it, and sometimes I'll, I'm like, does this kind of take away the, the magic of some things that, to know these guys, and because I still want to be scared by the movies. Right. And to know, like, ah, oh, Kane's just a nice guy. Nick Castle or James Jude Courtney.
0: Was there ever somebody that you met that you were kind of freaked out to meet at, at a horror convention? Because I have one. Like scared or just like starstruck? Yeah, like a little bit. Like So so I'll give you mine. Just So, so I, uh, the last one I did was in Atlantic City. And I was signing right beside Harvey Stevens, who plays Damien in The Omen. Now the omen freaked me out when I was a little kid. Damien Omen 2 is still probably my favorite all-time horror movie. So the kid freaked me out when I was a kid. And I'm sitting next obviously he's an old older guy now. Right. But he still looks like the kid. Yeah. It turns out that he's a he's a fan of of mine from wrestling. So he came over to me and I'm like Oh, Damien's coming towards me. Like Damien's walking towards me. And he's like, hey, Harvey Stevens, nice to meet you, mate. Can I take a picture for me kids? And I'm like, okay, yes, sir, <laughs> Mr. Damien. But I, I, I got a picture with him. But it's still, like, I know he's not Damien. But still, deep down inside, you're seeing this
1: guy. And it's like a little bit of a freakout, man. Absolutely. And that, <laughs> that uh if I'm, I haven't seen The Omen in so long. But isn't that like one of the craziest decapitations? Absolutely. With the, with the glass yeah the glass comes. I mean that movie is terrifying and that was a good impression of him by the way <laughs> oh thank you it still yeah. holds up though that's the thing because
0: any movie to me that involves the antichrist or demonic possession that, that could happen you know what I mean it's not like a giant you know Godzilla coming out of the ocean to attack your city like, like the antichrist could be real right it's yeah it got to me a little bit more than, than most it's timeless those kind of Tales. Exactly. Did you
1: ever did you ever have one of those of somebody that you met that kind of kicked you out? <sighs> I'm trying I, I think probably when I went to Spooky World, like I was talking about earlier, because I was so young, I think I was really scared to meet Kane Hodder. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and obviously he's scary enough when he's Jason, but our, our you know, he wears these gloves and he's an imposing guy. And you know, when I met him I was probably let's see, Jason goes to hell is ninety three, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was like eight, and uh, just lining up to meet him was pretty terrifying. But then you know, get to talk to him, and he's super nice, and he signed my my goalie mask, and I still have that mask to this day. And I, I because I've become friendly with him over the last couple of years, I sent him that picture of the mask, and he was like blown away that I still had it, <laughs> and he, he remembers spooky world quite fondly as well oh, that's great man i wish I was more scared of of some of these people so i'm i'm, all, I'm always looking for something that really scare me to get so, you
0: yeah yeah well dude see. congratulations on silver scream con uh it's gonna be a big success and hopefully uh it leads to more franchise worldwide and uh, of course congratulations on Einstein kills and everything that's going on with
1: you guys thanks man and congrats on the new album it was awesome thank you when I was in the record store i, I was so stoked to see that on the the hot new release shelf. I had to take a picture of it. <laughs> record store. One of the five left in America. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I go back to Boston, I make a habit of going to Newberry comics, which is like where I oh yeah, of course, grew up buying t-shirts where I bought that white zombie t-shirt that I was speaking of earlier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm an old school guy, man. I, I love still going into record stores and I'm, I miss the smell of, of the albums. And, uh, Just like I do with uh, the video stores. And if you're ever in Bend, Oregon, which is actually where I saw X on a day off, they've got that last blockbuster. The last blockbuster. And it's so cool to see. You got to go there.
0: I watched that documentary. I actually met a chick from Bend, Oregon. I was like, oh, that's the home of the last blockbuster. She's like, I know, I know. <laughs> That's all we're known That's for. We're known. But hey,
1: it's better to be known for that than nothing. Yeah.
0: Man. Well, dude, congratulations, man. And uh hopefully, one of these days, we'll get a chance to meet face to face for sure.
1: Absolutely, dude. We got to get you at the uh, Silver screen Con 2023, and we got to get you in an Ice Nine Kills music video because Jericho belongs in the Ink universe. That'll happen. Yeah. We were yeah. almost,
0: we almost, I think it's, the, is it this week you guys are, are filming? Yeah, yeah. 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 It just didn't work. It's my daughter's birthday, and my son's coming home from college, but we'll get, we'll make it happen absolutely we're on the same page i think you'll be pleased
1: at, at, at who who is playing the judge i don't know if uh if we talked about this but originally we had um joe bob briggs playing some role in the video and when we were shuffling things around he, he's going to be the judge oh, he's the judge oh good joe bob got my gig i mean how <laughs> good is that
0: that's a, that's a decent replacement i'll accept that yeah so pretty awesome well, well i'm looking for what song is that for
1: uh, We're filming uh, for uh, the shower scene and welcome to Horrorwood. Gotcha. All right, man. We'll be watching for those.
0: Spencer, always a pleasure, man. Great talking to you, buddy. Keep, keep in touch. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks, man. See you.